Welcome to Trial by Wine. We take a closer look at crimes that highlight how fascinating humans can be. Schmidty, Swanee and Clarkie visit crimes and run them through their jury of three, debating both sides of the case to agree an appropriate, if totally fictitious, sentence. Please be advised, Trial by Wine may include explicit or disturbing content and will include drunken rambling. Listener discretion is advised. All right. How are we? Great. What's news? Great. Oh, do you want to hear a funny story? Or do you want to go sure. through the how okay. are we all first? No, tell us a funny story. No, go, okay. go, go, go. So my sister um, decided that she wanted to do some family tree work because uh, my dad did some. And so she thought, I'll take it a bit further. So she did some and she sent it through to us. And lo and behold, in there is the surname of that is the same as Stuart's mum's maiden name. Mm. Thank Christ we didn't have kids. So we've done a little bit of overlapping of family trees and it would appear we haven't got right there yet, but it's a very high likelihood that we're actually related. (laughs) (laughs) Going back to the 1700s. Oh, my word. How fun is that? Uh, I think that's enough dilution of the DNA. Yeah. And as you say, you haven't had kids. Thank so I'm goodness. Sure I was so worried. I oh, know. Maybe that's that why. Kind of three heads. You're being a gay couple having kids. There's enough anyway. stigma attached wow. to it. There's a good laugh. Maybe that's why you get on so well. There's something <laughs> in your DNA. <laughs> Swatty, what about you? Have you got any funny stories or anything happened? No. A bit quiet over here, to be honest. You know, we're heading towards the back end of school term, so it's busy, but, you know, nothing exciting. Sorry. No, it's all right. That was very dull, very dull. You, Schmitty, you must have had some news. You just finished your show. and Finished the show finally, which was great. Raging Uh, success. We had a wonderful, it was a raging success and and, uh, we had the cast party, which finished, I don't know, I think I got to bed at 2.30 or something on Sunday night on a school night. Did it start Mm -hmm. on Friday? No, it started Sunday. But it ended the way all good cast oh, parties do with us on... having someone's head in a bucket <sighs> and managing the vomiting. Nice. So, so 2.30 Monday morning, you mean? Yes, yes. Gotcha. Oh. Sorry, I missed that. Yeah, right. And mm-hmm. the bucket wasn't Ouch. a clothes basket, was it? It ended up being a, a, a sealed oh. clothes basket because what happened was the original the bucket that someone else had given this kid had a hole in it. <gasps> and then when he decided he wanted to get up and go to bed, I said, don't worry, and I lifted the bucket up and all the spew fell out on my feet. Oh, oh and I was like, you've given me the oh. wrong bucket. Luckily, I was quite drunk myself. I was like, uh, I need something that's not this. And then we found something in the laundry that looked like a laundry basket, but it was sealed. And we sent it to bed with friend bucket. Tell me, tell me the bucket. person who gave him the bucket with a hole in it was named Henry and the person vomiting was Liza. <laughs> And they... No, I won't. I'll, I'll keep names out of it, but let's call them Henry and okay. Liza. <laughs> <laughs> Did they go through that song? We no, there was no songs at that point. There was dear a lot Liza, of. Dear Liza. It was more, I wish I hadn't drunk that whole bottle of whiskey, dear Liza, <laughs> dear Liza. <laughs> oh, 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 no. <laughs> right. Yeah, but you know, all good cast parties end like that. Unfortunately, this time it wasn't me spewing, so I was all good. And no one broke a leg? Where, for, where to here no now, Schmitty? Where to now? Do you, oh. do you sort of farm yourself out to other sort of regional productions or are you, are you, or are you 12 it's months now waiting for your next production? I, I'm semi-retired. I want to focus on 
a trial by wine. The musical. Energy, the musical. That's where the energy yeah. needs to Where This yeah. will be able to be made into a musical because we've got been working on trial by wine world. That would be it's hilarious. It's, there was always so a big much. business strategy at the back of it. We've got our theme park. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a musical. Oh, brilliant. Well, we've, we've got it all happening. And, of course, your array <laughs> um, of surf then, phrase. You'd need to work yeah, on that. Oh, yeah. My RTO. <laughs> trial by wine, the RTO. Oh, there's a lot to be done. So, yes, I'm, I'm parking uh, Amateur Theatre for a little while. I've also, uh-huh. as, as I think I've talked about before, getting my hip replaced. So that'll take oh, some that. time to recover. <laughs> and so I, I don't think I can do – it's quite physical doing the musical direction and stuff, so I don't think I'll be fit to do it for a while yet. Once, so. once you get your hip done, how many times is too many to call you Eileen? Eileen now. <laughs> I should be going straight by the time I've got it done. Oh, I should be standing God. better. I'm, I'm more Eileen now, yeah. So you could call me Eileen now. Let's start oh, that okay. now. Okay. Do you know how to say Eileen in Japanese? Irene. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Terrible joke. All right. Okay. Uh, who are we? I'm Schmitty. I'm Swanee. And I'm Clarky. And together we are Trial, Trial by Wine. Bang on. Beautiful. And what are we drinking? Oh, well, uh, I'm going to – hey, Carla, let's play a game. I'll guess what you're drinking and then you guess what I'm drinking. I'm going to destroy that with <laughs> – I don't even have a Diet Coke. I have nothing with me currently. <laughs> what? I'm dry. I know. I just was oh. racing up here to get sorted. So uh, oh, I would have put uh, let me guess. I think you'll be drinking a lovely glass of wine, <gasps> but I don't know if it's going to be. Your skills I don't are know amazing. What sort. Is it from? A, is it? Is it from a local um, vineyard? It is. Yeah, yeah. It's from it's Indigo. In is it in your trial by wine? It is. Yeah. It's from Indigo three for three. Vineyard Valley. Uh, it's a 2018 yep. Roussan. I don't even know what that is. What does oh, that mean? Delicious. Is it a, just a, a white? It is a white. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit like a, a shardy. It's a nice flavour. I do feel like I need to sort of update Branch it, out it out again. On, on my, no, not so much. There's a whole part of my life that's missing. I used to drink bucket loads of wine, certainly when I was younger, I, and I just I can't drink it at the moment in, in my current in nasal situation. Well, I can't yeah. smell it for starters. It just doesn't work. But when you talk about it, it sounds quite romantic and I – you know, the fact that you can smell it and enjoy it, I'm, I'm quite envious. But there was and a time you, that I, I did. It's romantic. But I don't know it was very romantic when I was drinking it in pubs with the, the biggest glass they had and you could actually see, like, the histamine <laughs> floating around in it. I remember that in London, <laughs> getting to the pub and be kind of warm. Oh, yeah. I'll have yeah. a Pinot Grigio, please. Doesn't um, sound romantic. <laughs> it wasn't terrible. And it was never romantic the next day with me. I always struggled. I always no, suffered. When you drink so much that Liza hands you the bucket, you yes. know that it's there's nothing romantic about yeah. that. What about you, Schmitty? What are you on today? Oh, um, It does look well, nice. I've seen what you've got, but I just couldn't quite tell what it was. Pims, maybe? It, no, no. Uh, CC and Dry. Oh, so Canadian oh. Club, but 12-year-aged stuff, the good stuff, and um, some dry... Dry ginger ale. Something like Correct. that. Fever tree ginger beer, actually. There you go. Oh, yum! That sounds good too. Delicious. Mm. That's um, something I've only so really got into this year. Is with, ginger beer? I like ginger beer now. Not from the can. She's even got a glass. And also with fresh lime from the garden. There I know it looks very oh, sophisticated. Indeed, it's a very different image than the cruiser. I'll be honest. Oh, <laughs> it's, it is. Yes. It's telling me a different very story. Very romantic. <laughs> I will be moving on to the cruisers because I've run out of the CC <laughs> after this. But um, oh. I was I was saying to Clarky before we started, I I don't have COVID. I've done three rat tests in twenty four hours, but I don't feel quite myself. I think it's probably oh, just tiredness. 
It's like I've got something that wants to get me. And I thought there's nothing that will solve that more than a good couple of shots of whiskey or brandy. So, oh, yeah, and sure. Agreed. And I know I often sound quite husky, but my voice is a little bit huskier than usual at the moment. So you can enjoy my sexy I tones. totally agree with that approach. It's one of those things that when you're feeling like you're getting something, sometimes go Burn hard it on the spirits and it either, mm-hmm. it either absolutely works or it doesn't. But I, sometimes I'm <laughs> sure that it has absolutely worked. I do that yep. sometimes with vodka and stuff. I, you know, again. You say something like that. My dad had a remedy for, I can't remember if it was colds or fevers. Yeah. But he used to say you cook up white wine with sugar and bay leaves and cloves mm. and you drink that like a hot toddy just before you go to bed and it makes yes. you, I think it must have been for fevers because it makes you sweat it all sweat out. It all out. Yeah. He swore by that. I mean, he was Hungarian, so God yes. knows where he got that from. Probably peasant world. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to all our Hungarians. That's all right. I, oh, look, I knew my father very well. It's okay for me to call it a bit of a <laughs> yeah, I think right. that's not a bad yes. idea. Could we introduce that as the drink in Peasant World? Mm. Um, we can have like the hot toddy sort of like stand. Yes. Come and get your hot, you know. Mucky Villies hot toddy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there yeah, you go. Nice. I like it. Okay. Well, shall I tell us a story? Please do. Well. Have you got one? Yeah, yeah, of course I've got one. Oh, phew. This is exciting because this is our first ever fan pick. Oh. Ooh. That's right. Do we have fans? We have some fans. <laughs> we have a couple who have actually reached out to me. This one, this story, at first I thought, oh, I'm not sure if it's got enough legs, but as I did some more research and it did. So let's call our fan Kitty Cat. And um, she sent me this story and she said, I think you'll like it. In fact, her exact words, Clarkie, were, it's right up your alley. <laughs> and I don't My alley or your alley? My alley. Is it? I don't believe we had released the episode where you carried on about my alley being a euphemism. So I, I think she just meant it's something that I would like as opposed it's not to. literally up right. your alley. Correct, correct, correct. So as I said, it was a short article, but I, I just thought I'll do a bit of research into it because I want to do it justice. What are you laughing at? Is it from Lad Bible? It's a short article. <laughs> <laughs> but then I thought I should look into no, it. No, and then I thought I'm going directly to the Smithsonian to see what they've got to say. Yeah, that's right. Because that's, that's Schmidt's second stop every time. I'm I got up my 1980s. Off to the library yeah. to do some work. Well, you I and I are busy on Lad Bible going, uh, of Encyclopedia yeah, Britannica. I'm on Lad Bible and Wikipedia going, oh, is there enough? Not Schmitty. She's yeah. off to the Smithsonian. <laughs> dust the dust off yeah, the hooks. books and the volumes. I'll tell you what, I didn't go to the Smithsonian because it's a bit too new, this story, I think, to be covered by it. So, But, but my sources are <laughs> news.com, thesun.co.uk, dailymail.co.uk, thecrimebrazil.com.br and and my favourite one, thecannibalguy.com. Oh, God. Oh, yes. no. Have you got a cannibal right up your alley? (laughs) Yeah, it's a bit of a spoiler, isn't it? But, yes, uh, this story is about some cannibals. So... Oh, we need to get that song. Yeah, I I eat cannibals. cannibals. I kept thinking about the Savage Garden song. You know that... You know the misheard yeah, lyrics. Animal song. I wanna live like mm. cannibals. The whole every, yeah, every time yeah. I was reading on it, I was like, oh, hairless <laughs> and free like cannibals. cannibals. What a stupid song was that? I, I no animals. Like animals. animals. No, that's, I that, like I know, animals. that's what I'm saying. That's stupid. No offense, Savage Garden, but I was never a fan. <laughs> okay. Oh, I am. Really? Oh, yeah. I bet they're cut. Mm. They're cut, Carla. They're cut. 
Oh, I, had to, I had to hide the Savage Garden CD on Stuart once. <laughs> when we lived in Perth. Perth Thank you. every day, over and over, I it got played. Like them. I don't know why. Brilliant. I don't know, I don't know where it is, honey. <laughs> <laughs> melted it down. It's certainly not where I last put it. Sorry, Schmitty. Right, You've got a story ready. to tell. No, you're okay. You're okay. We're good? Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry, like are you good? when you lifted your glass we're up with your started already. I wasn't sure if I was allowed to have a sip of my drink or you were going to keep talking. Okay, we're okay. we're okay. Are you good? Let me tell you about cannibalism because uh, you won't be two. after this. Yeah. One more interruption. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to come around there and I'm going to eat your head. No, just joking. Oh. Look, I've got to tell you, I was quite amazed at how many cannibal stories there are, though. So. I went off on a bit of a tangent, as you know I um, want to do. So I've got a bit of a back catalogue. I, was, I wasn't sure if I'd have enough for one story. It turns out I do, but I will revisit some of these because some of this stuff is fascinating. Fascinating. Anyway. My wordy wordy listen didn't do da day, Janelle. It's fascinating. Cannibalism. <laughs> Oh, my wordy, yes, indeed. Our fan, Kitty Cat, happens to love trivia and she tolerates musical theatre. So I'd like to play a little trivia game that I know both of you will really enjoy that brings together trivia and theatre. Great. Ready Can't for wait. It? Yes. Yeah. Do we need buzzers? What, <laughs> what musical production features cannibalism as a major plot line? Swanee. <laughs> <laughs> Swanee's name no was said idea. first. You've got to get it. I'll give you a clue. It'll be, have to be a pretty big one. Film, <laughs> film star Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter. Uh, Edward oh. Scissorhands. No, a little later in his catalogue. No, it's oh. something in England, isn't it? Um, yes, yes, like based in London. I can picture it, but Fleet Street Demon. Yes, thing. that's it. If you're close, yes. Uh, Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Yeah, Sweeney Todd. See, I, I was oh. all over that. That's a musical. Attend the tale of Sweeney Todd. His skin oh. were pale and his eye was odd. He shaved the faces of gentlemen who never thereafter were heard of again. Ah. He trod a path that few have trod. Did Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Street. There you go. Oh. Never heard it, but well done. Bravo. <laughs> that could be. I'm surprised they didn't give you a run on the Oscars on Monday. That could be a song that features <laughs> in Trial by Wine, the musical. I think it would fit oh, right I think in. So. so, old mate Sweeney. Yeah. was a fictional barber who lost the plot one day and killed one of his clients. And downstairs he had this lovely landlady who ran a pie shop and she thought it would be a great idea. <gasps> to cook them up. To cook them up in the pies, oh. that's right. What is it with you? Oh. It vastly improved the pies because, this is remember, this is fictional, so don't get too upset. Oh, oh um, I didn't remember But that. there is a song. No, neither did I. It's a song at the beginning of the show that's, these are the worst pies in London. And later on, they're the best pies in London because they're full of people. Um, well, mostly men, actually. What about Greg's? Maybe that was someone they put in there. No, no Sopranos? <laughs> I didn't know it was named after one of them. Greg's. 100% Greg is, yeah, the, is the ingredients yeah. list. Yeah. Delicious. They were really good pies. Sweeney was in London. But the reason Hang I'm on a minute. Tell me this Todd. isn't your story. If you've just said it's fictional, no, 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 no. then you're going to tell it as your story. Well, I was just about to explain oh, it. Sorry. Whilst Sweeney was in London, yes. the tabloids labelled this next bloke, our protagonist, the real-life Sweeney Todd. So that's the right. connection. Right. Okay. Hang on. Which came first? Sweeney Todd. And then the real-life Sweeney Todd was a copycat. 
Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. What period of time are we talking? Should we do the last period? Ten years or so? Yeah. Oh God, that's an excellent question. Yes. Yes. Sweeney Todd's a movie, right? right? Last? No, it's not a movie. Last ten to fifteen years. <gasps> I'm not talking about Sweeney oh. Todd. I'm talking about something that's a little bit different to Sweeney Todd. But the, so yeah. the story I'm talking about happened in the last ten to fifteen years. Wow. But the, the, the you know what the press are like? It's like the clown no, guy. Tell you know, me. like they just like to say shit. Um, to make it yeah. to sensationalize it, and they sensationalize this by calling him the real Sweeney Todd. Okay. So that was my little musical connection. I am going to explain to you that uh, I'm drawing on an article by a guy called Matt Roper in some of this, which appeared in the Mirror.co.uk and is also referenced amongst along a, a, a lot of other news outlets. But what he did was, and this is why I'm explaining it up the top, is he actually interviewed the key protagonist well after he was sentenced and in jail. So some of what I'm going to say is actually... Post-event. Post-event, but it's the actual testimony of the um, cannibal and murderer, whose real name is... I looked up how to pronounce what I thought was Jorge in Portuguese, and it's actually like Jorge, so not, not Spanish, Portuguese. This will make sense in a second. Good. So Georgie, I'm going to call him because I'm not going to do Georgie all day. Oh, Gary. Um, same, same. And Gary. <laughs> Beltreo Negramonte del Silveira Perfect. was born in Hesafi, the son of po- uh, Portuguese immigrants who had moved to Brazil from Coimbra in po- Portugal when his mother was three months pregnant with him. So this story is set in Brazil. Right. That's the Portuguese. He was the youngest of four brothers in a respected, well-to-do family. His father was a lawyer and his mother a university professor. Hmm. At the age of seven, his parents sent him to live with an aunt to complete his schooling in Portugal because they thought he would get a better education there. And he returned to Brazil when he was age 12. So he was in uh, Portugal for five years. Two of his brothers went on to marry Brazilians and still live in Brazil, while the other returned to Portugal and basically cut off ties and lost lost contact with everyone. Georgie, who's five years younger than his closest brother, admitted that he had few friends and spent most of his time talking with the two young boys, one who was black and one who was white, in the backyard of his Did house. Did he say that the friends he had were delicious? He explained... <laughs> Except these two boys didn't exist. Oh. For me, they were completely real, but when my dad asked who I was talking to when I went to the backyard, I realised no one else could see them. My father was worried and tried to find help. My dad thought I was it was spiritual and took me to a spiritualist centre to try to cure me. Later, a di- doctor diagnosed me with schizophrenia. And as a side note, there is absolutely no evidence that he was ever diagnosed with schizophrenia. Oh. Well, that's a contradiction. So, Correct. In 1984, Georgie met Isabel Cristina Pires, who was born and raised in Hesafi, Pernambuco. But unlike Georgie, she didn't hail from lofty academic circles. Isabel had a very difficult childhood, being born into poverty, which meant she didn't complete her schooling and was illiterate. Once Georgie had graduated from his studies in physical education, the couple married and moved in together. Days after the wedding... Georgie had a violent outbreak that made Isabel run away to a neighbour's house to shelter and protect herself. A violent outbreak of George... Crazy. Je- crazy. Oh, Georgie was seized by an uncontrollable rage that made Isabel afraid of him from then on. According to Georgie, these outbreaks were common since childhood. He was taken by an uncontrolled rage. 
In addition to having two imaginary friends who told him to do things he didn't like, he then would have these episodes that became and that became later known as a fight with these friends. So he he had this mad fight with these invisible people. So he had he attacked his wife, or he was attacking the un, the other people that he just went nuts. I think he okay. just he just went into an uncontrolled rage, went quite crazy, and she was like, um, "I'm going to the neighbours because you're scary." Okay. He was in the backyard of his house and he told these friends, you know, the two imaginary boys, to leave and they insisted on staying and then his father showed up and he asked his father, he said, get my friends away but because um, I don't want them anymore and the father said, there's no one here, weirdo. So the post Is that really what his father said? Out, well, no, I'm Is that a bit of trial by I'm making shit up. fact there? I don't have a direct quote okay. from the father, but words to effect go off, with there's it. no one here. It was, that, it was that in Portuguese. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get your weird ass inside. Yes, yes, in Portuguese, but my Portuguese isn't very good. All I can say is obrigado. Obrigado. Thanks, weirdo. And get out, you two boys. Oh, they're already gone. Yeah. <laughs> Over the back fence. <laughs> the post-wedding outbreak passed and Georgie and Isabel were enjoying married life. I think you'll enjoy this next bit. Now, I've heard the term relationship goals. You know, I think it's a younger generation thing. You know, you know, but you get the gist, you know, people who are like, oh, you see a couple and you, and you I really... I hope we can insta like they can. Yeah, yeah. You're... Correct. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And so, you know, you see these people who are connecting nicely, sharing experiences and hobbies. This couple were absolutely crushing it in that regard. One of their favourite pastimes was creating horror films in which Georgie was part of a sect called the Cartel and appears worshipping death and Satan. Now, look, what? to be fair, they were they were married in the 80s, right? And video cameras, remember, were quite expensive and a new thing and quite, and quite exciting. Mm, oh, no, they were massive. And as a kid, we used to make films... Um, but we generally were dancing to the soundtrack of Oklahoma and pretending to be in a stage musical. We weren't generally doing death Making and Satan. Making snuff movies. <laughs> That's right, but to each Miss their own. There. Yeah. yeah. Isabel pretended to be a maid in the movies and was murdered by Georgie and buried in the backyard of the house. Not in, like, pretending. Mm. This is pretending. Excellent acting. But been not before he'd eaten weeks. her eyes. Fun time. What? And apparently you can see... <laughs> Is that is that bit acting or is that for real? No, I'm... all acting, oh, all play, oh, just Christ. play, all fun and Shits games. Shits and giggles. Shits and giggles. That's right. This is this is so them having the best time, living yeah, their best lives. At their house. Absolutely. If you want to go and do these strange films, go. Right come in. over. No thanks. <laughs> I tried to look these up because apparently they are available on YouTube, but oh. I wasn't allowed to because I don't live in Brazil. So next time I'm in Brazil, I'll check it out. For years, Georgie was a respected teacher of karate and physical education. And about 12 years after his marriage to Isabel, he met Bruna Cristina Oliveira de Silva, who was a 16-year-old karate student. Around the same time as meeting Bruna, Coinky didn't, I'm not sure, Georgie told his wife he no longer fancied her right. uh, and that their relationship had become less sexy and more about friends or even she was even a bit of a mother figure to him. I've got to say, to be fair, if you see photos of her, she didn't age that well. Not that I'm saying that I justify his behaviour, <coughs> but still. But you kind mm, of She are. did look quite old. You're not casting nasturtions. No, no. The weird thing is she's younger than I'm pretty sure she's younger than him, but if you see photographs, she does look about 15, 20 years older wow. than him. 
She just aged badly. She remember she had a tough time. I told you she had a tough upbringing. They waited. They were respectful. They were good people. So when Bruna turned eighteen, because they had to wait for her to mature, she moved in with. They had to wait for her to mature. My God, what a horrible. That was my words. That that. Oh, sorry. That I said that. I said that. Goodness. That wasn't actually in anything. But I'm I'm assuming that they had to wait for her to be legal, perhaps. Right. Yeah. Perhaps. Okay, so she moves in. Now, Georgie had wanted children and unfortunately, and so did Isabel, by the way, and unfortunately neither Bruna nor Isabel were able to conceive. Assuming the problem was everyone else and not them, all three of them really hated, started to get very angry and hate on young or single mothers who felt they, and they felt they were unfairly able to produce lots (gasps) of kids. Really? When you say all three of them, like... Uh, is this the young girl as well? Yeah, no. So it's like it's not a menage a trois. Uh, it's more a mom and um, two kids. Georgie is. I. It's almost like um, Isabel, who's yes. the wife, yeah. started to behave more like a sister to her husband, and this younger girl. She tolerated the younger girl. She that it's all very oh. open. They all live together. Yep, hundred percent. Yep. Mm, fair enough. Yep. All of that I can live with. The threesome what happens stays next, together, kills together. <laughs> yeah. <You know> that. <laughs> well. And they all ate at the same table. Funny you should say that. <laughs> and they did, Clarkie, and they did. They all hated these young women. They were, I think they were surrounded by a lot of women who were young, poor, producing like nappy children. Valley. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I think it was yeah. just a, there's a bit of a socioeconomic. No, but it's fair enough to be so jealous yeah, yeah, yeah. that you hate everyone who has what you don't have. You know, that's one of the how many deadly sins are there, Schmitty? That's what jealousy is, many, isn't it? Uh, seven. Seven. But that's that's yeah. one of them, isn't it? Fifteen. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say twelve, but <laughs> I was like ten commandments. How many sins? Yeah, yeah seven. Twelve. Um, twelve apostles. Ten commandments. <laughs> seven sins. Gosh, they just did so it for like alliteration confusing. purposes, like seven sins. So where does Machu Picchu? Why don't they just say forty days and forty nights? Forty days and nights in the forty desert. Nights. Forty days and nights of flood. flood. Yeah, we've got we've got All a lot of pattern it. of numbers. <laughs> anyway, it's so good for math. Can we not? Can we on this occasion not bring religion into it, please, Clarky? That, oh, you just that wasn't in yourself. a disrespectful way. I was literally looking for guidance, oh, which I know that you're full of. You're obsessed. Anyway, I am. I um, literally am. <laughs> Sunday is not enough for me. <laughs> okay. So, in his own words, Georgia recalled Isabel lost one, then another. So we went to the doctor, and she started treatment. But I don't know what they did because after that she didn't even get pregnant again. And then you look around and there are people everywhere, uneducated people, but they're producing them one after the other. They don't have anything of worth to pass on to them. They can't even speak Portuguese properly. It disturbs me to hear people speaking incorrectly. For the government, the more ignorant people there are, the better. But I don't think it's right. They need to be stopped. They're just producing thieves and low lives. Fucking hell. Yeah. Oh, as I said, he wasn't very happy about the state no, of No, but, like, really, that's where you go with that? God. Yeah, I'm not, not justifying Log. him. Is he still alive? Yep. Good. I'm going to write him a letter. He's in, <laughs> um, what's, his, what's his name, Elaine, what's the, Elaine Page? Is that the? Elaine uh, Page correction. Yeah, is that story? the one that we um, spoke about a few episodes back? As opposed to Rikers. Yeah, 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 there's an Elaine Page correction. That's where facility. he is. Yeah. Which story? That was one of my yeah, story, Yeah, it was. It? Mm-hmm. That's where he is for mm. sure. But what story was it? I can't remember. He's... Was that with John Wayne Gacy in? Oh, I can't remember. Was Someone in... was in Elaine Page. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> it couldn't have even been... And I don't mean Tim Rice. It couldn't have even been the camouflage assassin with Reggie. Okay, so as luck would have it, they met a young homeless woman named Jessica and offered her oh, a job. Oh, no, as a baby maker? No, she'd already made one. Jessica had a one-year-old daughter at the time and being given a roof over her head and a job was a godsend for her. She was homeless. So she lived with them for a Did few Did she months. wake up every morning just to do her hair now? Because she can, yo. Her day wouldn't be right without her makeup. She's never had a makeup. <laughs> and she stands there singing for money. Because she's homeless. That was a long build up to the I know, time. sorry. And you realise that somewhat, somewhat in and he went, God, I've still got to do the whole thing. If I, I, get I to probably should have one, two, skip a few and gone straight to uh, the chorus. <laughs> Crystal Waters there by Clarkie. Hmm. No, I didn't recognise it at all until the end. I was like, oh, yes. okay, right. It's, that's because I sing out of tune, not because you didn't know the lyrics. So Jessica lived with them for about three months. But she did notice in the daily routine that her daughter was only on Georgia, it's Georgie and Bruna's lap. And they took turns to take care of the baby and they started to not let Jessica stay with her own daughter. During this time, Georgie took her to the city's registry office to register himself as the father of the child. He said, we all fell in love with her baby. I would buy everything for her, milk, nappies, her cot. She was like a daughter to me. But Bruna was jealous of her. She kept telling me it wasn't good for her to be there. That's when she started telling me to stop taking my medicine, that I was normal. I needed to be a man and be stronger. So Jessica had noticed a strange obsession with her daughter and had decided to call it quits. In May 2008, she told Georgie and his ladies that she was going to move back here to live with her family, taking her daughter Don't with tell her. them, just go. From a later interview, exactly, Georgie described the ensuing incident himself. I went into her room to try to convince her to stay. I was already starting to have an attack and to see the shadows. Bruna came down and I remembered her telling me, she can't go, she's a bad person, she has no love for her daughter. After that, I only remember flashes, blood spurting <sighs> from her neck, her lifeless body in the bathroom. Jesus. Her lifeless body in the bathroom, and then her pieces, her in pieces on the bathroom floor. <sighs> I only woke up the next day, and everything was already clean. The baby was in her cot. Belle and Bruna had cleaned everything. They had buried her bones in the backyard. How do these people find each other? <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god. Tinder. Yeah. Tinder. <laughs> Swipe right. <laughs> Murder. Is that? <laughs> I asked, where's Jessica? And that's when Bruna said, don't you remember? We had to execute her so she wouldn't take the girl away and you were the one who did all the work. Jesus. I remember seeing her clothes and weeping. I prayed to God, my God, I've broken a great commandment. Forgive me for everything. What do I need to do? Oh, nothing, mate. You're all right. Ada. Ada, yeah. Yeah, well, Georgie claims... He claims he had no idea that he had chopped her up and entirely stripped her body of flesh and stored it all in the flesh. Oh, come on. That's a big job if if you're not a butcher. Surely that's a massive Also, there's murdering because you want to keep the baby. What's all the other bit about? I know. That's sick. Here we go. Oh, no. Glad I in, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) So as you said, yes, that all escalated quickly. You could surmise it was just a way of disposing of the body, but no. Young Bruna liked to dabble in that old-time practice of black magic and had read somewhere 
that in order to purify yourself of the sin of murder, you had to eat your victim. No, she'd read somewhere. It's a logical conclusion to come to, I'm sure. Oh, it's, oh I know where she read it. Okay, I'll tell you yeah. where she read it in a minute. The Sun? Well, yeah, Wikipedia. That'll do, yep. Lad Bible. Lad Bible. I thought they were so desperate to have a child, it might have been what to expect when you're expecting. It's like things to do, things to <laughs> do. Don't, don't let it get you down. If you accidentally murder someone because you're jealous of them having a baby, here's what to do. Yes, yeah, step-by-step guide. Oh, what goodness. to do? Well, them, one, might call, for dummies. one might call this a form of transmogrification. What is that? Um, not me. Yeah, 100% <laughs> I will not call it that. I will not call it transmogrification. <laughs> I, knew it, I knew both of you would respond so well to that. Oh, you, you yeah, please don't tell us what it is, though. Just continue as if we all know. Yeah, just keep going, yeah. yeah. I wasn't going to. I did assume <laughs> you probably would know what it no. is. No. It all just means to, the definition of transmography, it says, to change or alter greatly and often uh, with grotesque or humorous effect. It's botched, isn't it? Yeah. It's botched was going to be called transmogrification, but then I realised no one would know what it meant, so they went with botched. <laughs> it, it will always be called transmogrification <laughs> right now. Botched, a story of transmogrification. This, we can go through a long path of judgment, which we started to on botch just then, but I appreciate that. But ritualistic or medicinal can- cannibalism has been around for thousands of years. Doesn't make it right. No, but I was going to say, if you don't believe me, spend a rather grotesque few hours reading stories about it, which is part of my back catalogue, and I'll be bringing that back to us later You're on. Not gross. today. You're gross. I am gross. I am no, gross. No, but you are gross. Human fat. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Human fat was used as a balm. So you remember the rendering yes. down that you're receiving. We know that by? this is your cert three in soap making. <laughs> no, I'm not making soap. I'm making a balm. So I'll, I'll that's render why that it's fat right down up your and then alley. I can wipe it all over you. Like a lip oh, balm. Just like, just like poor, this, poor which balm. is paraffin oil. That's what's under your bloody glove, isn't it? Yes. Paraffin oil, that's right. Yes, same Anna, thing, except made of my, my own blubber. Should we be worried? <laughs> yes, and it's been, no, has no, it been no. up your alley? The paraffin oil is made of paraffins, don't worry. How many anyway, paraffins does it take um, to make a tube of paraffin oil? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Bones, if you, you can grind up bones, usually skulls. Why are we like doing that, this? Uh, to treat <laughs> ep- epilepsy. What? All I'm, is saying is, all I'm saying is that it is because cannibalism and people using bits of people has is not new, right? So this is this is something that human beings have been doing for a very, very Stop long it. time. There's tons of archaeological evidence Stop of it. this. And even in our own times, if, the, if, if we weren't already grossed out enough, Clarkie, get ready for this <laughs> one. Even in our own times, I know that some people will eat the, their own placenta <laughs> produced when having children <laughs> or... Or use their own menstrual blood oh, in ways on. that totally gross me out. But move there you on. Go. The placenta one's very common, and they can put it. They can change the structure of it into like tablets and stuff. They and can do all sorts of things. Is it it's tr- totally amazing for you. Is it true they can put it in tea cakes? Is it full of iron? <laughs> What's amazing about it? Is it just so full of nutrients? Well, it is because it's feeding baby. the baby. Unless you've like got so- tea cakes, huh? You'll often, I mean, I've, I think it's the kind of thing that you'd see on Instagram now where, you know, uh, yeah. mother who's Yes, you can make tea yeah. cakes. I was, do stuff I was attacked by ah, my placenta and I had to eat it. Try by one. 
try by one offshoot. We have to ask people to donate their placentas so we can make tea cakes out oh, of them. Oh, God. Them. I was thinking more a lad Bible story. I was attacked by my placenta and the only way I could fend it off was to eat it. Oh. Surely Stop that's it. on I mean, lad I know Bible. I brought it up, but it's just disgusting me. On that note, can I pause for a moment so I can have a wee? Yeah. Could I just quickly get, run you through a quick list of what are the benefits of eating placenta? Of, yeah, 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 please do. No, I can't thanks. wait. Increased energy, um, which is beneficial in combating postpartum fatigue, increased milk uh-huh. supply, improving movement in mood, reduction in insomnia, prevention of anemia, reduction in postpartum bleed. I'm not sure that there is any of that So true. this is all about mothers it's eating on the, the placenta. It's on the Mayo Clinic's website. Eating the placenta right. be a good massively idea. high in iron. It's, it's also like it actually happens all blood. the time the in pudding. the animal world. Exactly right. So it's like it's completely normal. True, true, um, true, true. I was true. right. The most common placenta preparation creating a capsule is made by steaming and dehydrating the placenta or processing the raw placenta people oh my god who have also been known to eat the placenta raw cooked or in smoothies i think i'd rather a black that's, pudding surely that smoothie would even that's that harsh. smoothie would be on insta for sure Sure. I just it had a baby, baby and now I'm making quickly, baby, sit in the corner. I'm making a smoothie. <laughs> I am absolutely sure you can find some influencer yeah. nutribulleting their own blessing. <laughs> it doesn't even look appetizing, really. What, a placenta? No. <laughs> Blackwood. Oh, I love black pudding. I oh, love really? black pudding, but I, yeah, I love. I tried delicious. it once when I was in the UK. I think it's delicious. I like a I like a haggis too. Did you grow up with that schmitty? Like no, the black pudding no, not really. No, Any kind of offal? Really? What do they call it? Lamb's fry. Lamb's brains. Yeah. Oh. No lamb's fry. No, not brains. No, the livers. Oh, the livers. The yeah. yeah. See, I can do chicken yeah. liver pate, which I love. Quacky doesn't like Beautiful. it, but um, yeah. No other kind of offal. I don't. I can think. do that, but that's about it. Oh, you'd, you used to like a good meat treat, Carla. Oh, oh I do stop love a good meat treat. It. Oh. But I don't do awful. <laughs> oh, keep it nice. I'm talking about. Jesus, I'm talking not about, me too, but far out. About, I was talking about prosciutto and things like that. Oh, of course you were. Deli meats. Swanee knew I meant deli meats. Back to the Brazil nuts. Ah, <laughs> see what you did. Boom, boom. So the trio, here we go. The trio later dined on the meat of Jessica, which had dined. been prepared mm-hmm, with salt and oregano, according to Georgie. Not, and this is the worst bit. Brazilians well, do almost. meat better than that. Well, I I don't understand why it kept being talked about being uh, prepared with salt and oregano. He, he talks about how the, the food was prepared on several occasions and there's multiple different dishes, but the... It's often talked about this salt and oregano, but I think you're right. I think there's a bit more to Whilst it than that. Whilst he's super smart and he's able to have children because he's, he's can prepare genius. them with a good home, he's a shit cook. Mm-hmm. So with the salt and well, oregano. Well, he doesn't do the cooking. Really. Isabel does the cooking. But do they have yeah. like one of those Brazilian sort of, we had friends. No hair. And they had a sort of a, <laughs> it was nearly like a pizza oven style thing, so like an outdoor, you know, 
it's it's their version of a barbecue thing. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. I think I'm reading a bit too much into this based on. So, but with I don't see any evidence of no, that. I'll tell okay. you what, though, I did see photos of the property that they were staying at, and it was like a hovel. So I don't think so. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think they were cooking inside. So it sounds like they were preserving with uh, salt and oregano, like making prosciutto or something like that. They didn't have an outdoor pizza. No, it wasn't oven salted by the pool. No, it was okay. more like I think that I think what we should imagine are things more like stew, some kind oh. of stew. Move on. <clears throat> Not to be left out of the feast, they even served up parts of the body to the Jessica's child. own daughter. Oh, nice. Yeah. The oh. day after they killed her. Tastes mm-hmm. familiar, sweetie. This reminds me of something. Oh, it's like a milk I once had. <laughs> yeah. no, I don't know. I've lost. It's, I don't know. I can't think of it now. She was <laughs> only about eight. She's only about two years old at this point. Oh, so I'm hoping she didn't she have a lot of words. <laughs> I don't even know that she could eat that much meat. The fuck so is I'll, this? You know. <laughs> where's my Where's my placenta smoothie? This will never go on Insta. I'll never be an influencer if you keep feeding me my mummy. <laughs> Georgie claimed he didn't know what he was really eating, insisting, I ate it thinking it was just beef. I didn't ask any more questions. Bullshit. bullshit. I'm calling bullshit. He's a truth stretcher. He's done set three in truth (laughs) stretching. This guy is a total truth stretcher. Big time. (laughs) Amongst other things. Anyway, in some ways... This next fact upsets me the most oh. because it might it indicates that it wasn't a sudden escalation. It wasn't just this moment of kind right, of madness. It was premeditated. Yeah. Bruna, well, you know, remember he went and adopted, basically adopted the child? Yep. yep. Yeah. And Bruna began to use Je- Jessica's identity documents <gasps> and she and Georgie went around pretending that they were the girl's parents. Oh. So I do feel there's premeditation in yep. this, yeah. Sick fucks. Yeah. To quote, what's her name to- off? What's that movie? Carly, you'd probably know. Eat this, you sick, twisted fuck. I'm yeah, so good with you. Reese Witherspoon. No, it's where that, and there's the typewriter, and she locks him up in the house. Oh, Kathy Bates. Misery. Misery. That's Misery. Misery. Yes. With Kathy Bates. With Kathy Bates, yeah. All of that. Did uh, did Catherine Bates just ring you? No, I just thought I might find out what the truth stretcher was in Portuguese, and I was just listening to what it is, so it is. Maca de verdade. Maca de verdade. Maca. I think it's like it looks like crazy. Yeah, g'day, Maca. Maca. Maca da verdade. Maca da verdade. Right. Am I the only person that finds that Portuguese sounds like Russian? No, I 100% think that. Yes. It is so strange. I never realised that when it does. We lived in Europe. I, we were people who were speaking Portuguese, but it was so amongst lots of other languages. And then when we went to Portugal, I was like, you know, a couple of years later, I was like, oh my God, this sounds Russian. It does. It does too. For Carla. me too. And I've talked about it and there is a connection somewhere. I believe there is a reason, but I can't think of it right now. Yes. Carla, in, inappropriate joke time, because it reminds yeah. me of a, um, a Christmas song. Makadavadad. Makadavadad. I like it. I want to miss you a true stretching time. True stretcher. (laughs) Sorry. Makadavadad. (laughs) Makadavadad. Okay. After four years, the trio with the small with the young girl moved to the coastal city of João Pessoa in Brazil's Paraíba state, where he bought a small holding. Perfect. I probably said that completely wrong, but sorry about that. I'm not Russian nor Portuguese. Well, nor Brazilian. Nor Brazilian. After his arrest in 2000. 2000- but you don't mind one. Mm. After his arrest in 2012, 
Police there began to investigate the possible involvement of Georgie in the murder of a young woman near his former home. Get ready for some... A different one? No. Detective detective. Defective detecting. Here we go. He said, it was about something that happened near our home. I'd gone out, but the police were searching in the undergrowth. Bruna and Isabel were in the house when the police smashed the door down. (gasps) That's not a a suspicion, is it? It's not very subtle. When I arrived home, the police chief came up to me and said, look, we have a problem here. Either we make fucked, mate. No, either we make an agreement here or you will all have to be arrested, a.k.a. you're fucked, mate. So I gave him my small holding and all the furniture inside it. <gasps> I gave him my house and the problem was resolved and nothing else was said. No. And then we had to leave. What was the problem? The problem was the police believed he was guilty that as he fuck. killed some other girl. So this was not not related to Jessica. Just okay. some this is not defective. Unnamed at this point. No, one, no one's bribery. picked up the Jessica thing. This is okay. they moved away, right? They moved to somewhere else. A girl goes yes. missing. Clearly, oh, that's at the new place. New place. So I thought that was where Jessica. Was. No, okay. four, years the, later, four years later. Four years later, there's some kind of a suspicion in the small, and so it gives him the small holding, and says, um, "Just take that." And everyone goes, "Okay." How, how small is that? I I, th- I don't know. Couple of acres, whatever. It was a small holding. Not like a doll's house. A small holding. A small holding. <laughs> I'm, I'm like not this. sure. Yeah, I'll give you the nature strip out the front. It's only small, but you can hold it. Anyway, they had to leave, so we decided to move to Garanahans or whatever it said, where Isabel's sister still lived. <laughs> Excellent. Garanahans. Garan something. Your own hands. Hang on. Hang on. Granans. Granans. It's something like that. It's very hard to say. Somewhere in Port- in Brazil. Is it the cannibal capital of Brazil? Uh, no, no. A uh, Hesafe. Hesafe is the cannibal. Cas- ca- um, How do you thing. even know oh, that? Of course it is. Yeah. Because they go back there. I think that's why I'm saying that. Oh, okay, okay. So not <laughs> fact. Not actual fact. By one fact. This is where Isabel's sister still lived. The corrupt policeman who took Georgie's property as a bribe could have prevented the deaths of his next two victims. So Georgie had to sell his house in Hesafe, so he returned there to put it on the market. He and how could he have prevented it? Is that by arresting him? Correct. He and the corruptive detective. The, the not corruptive detective. That's right. I don't know. Corruptive. We'll work on that one. Total hmm. trial by one. Well, yeah. Uh, word. <laughs> He and Bruna, scared that the next owners might find Jessica's remains, dug up her bones and left them in a bag near the city cemetery. They then went back to Garan. Why is that? Because they figured that that's where all the bones are and a bag of bones won't look suspicious in the cemetery. Had they done that at the time and they left that initial house, really? No, no, they, they went back. They went back. back. They went back to sell the house in Hesafe and they... Um, Dug up the oh, bones. Oh, they still own. I didn't understand. Yeah, that. yeah. Like, oh so they dug Lord. up their their first victim. So I was like, I'm pretty sure if it was rented or bought by somebody else, you'd notice the people in the backyard. Yeah, digging <laughs> yeah, up bones up. up. What are they out there doing in our yard? It's backyard blitz. <laughs> <laughs> and um, by the way, they'd eaten her. They'd eaten all of the meat from her by that time. So it's just oh, the bones oh, yeah, and whatever yeah, yeah. they didn't eat yet. The Marrow as well or not? Sorry. Marrow yeah. as well, or they buried the was bones that in the bones. Yeah, but they could have oh, eaten the marrow. Oh, I don't know if they, they ate the marrow. I don't know. They then moved to 
Grunenhuns, <laughs> the German city. I'm just joking. It's somewhere that I can't pronounce. Where The German city in, in Brazil, Brazil. Where the trio really started living as a sect. They <sighs> called themselves the cartel. And their purpose was to save bad souls and to prevent the world from becoming overpopulated. Jesus. Wow, that's a pretty big that, mission for three people. That is. And, and I'm not sure three people make a sect. Right? I don't know what makes a sect. There, am, I mean, I, am I missing something on the name? I mean, does, what does cartel Earlier mean? on, early on, remember he was hearing, oh, maybe I haven't explained it. I thought I oh, did. so he had his he heard voices as well. And his, his Mr. Schizophrenia had voices that he said yeah, were the, the cartel. They called themselves mm. the cartel. So, he, the, but we know that in reference to you know a drug cartel. But does it mean something else? It sounds post meditated. Like the group or the. <laughs> is that a fact? I mean, is that I a word? Post meditated. I think it's just maybe a. I, I don't know about post meditated, but like group or something. I feel like it's yeah, it's a collection of the voices in my head. Yeah. yeah. I reckon if you committed all these crimes and then had to go to jail and then had to explain why it all happened, and you said that I had these friends when I was a kid, that's post-meditation. After you meditated? No, after the after it's happened, you've then planned it. So if pre-meditation is planning <laughs> before the event, post-meditation is planning afterwards, and so there's no fact that he actually had these friends, but he's post-meditated them into... The case to try to get a better defense oh i think in some ways you're i don't know about this word post meditation but i do know that it's trial by one yeah, I, I think what you're saying is he's made shit up to cover himself and bearing in mind that a lot of what we know about this story comes from his own interview afterwards you're probably right i'm not being um i'm not saying he made shit up i'm saying he post meditated because it was all planned all right okay <laughs> I'm really struggling to follow that, but okay. Okay, so they get this kills me this bit. They even sold books. Oh no, don't die. Don't don't say it then. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. Get this. They sold books in the city, some of which were propagating their bizarre message. And Georgie wrote a book which he even had registered at the local um I don't know. Book register. Book, whatever, yeah, know. somewhere which was called The Revelations of a Schizophrenic, and it contained graphic handwritten, uh, hand-drawn images, which I'm not going to show you, and Thanks. appears to detail the murder and consumption of Jessica. Oh, no. In one chapter, he writes, looking at the now lifeless body of the evil adolescent, I feel relieved. The evil adolescent? He's cray, right? He's cray. I grabbed some sheet methyl. Just one cray or seven crays? <laughs> multiple crays. I feel, like, I feel like it needs more than one cray. I grabbed some sheet metal and began to remove all the skin, and then I divided her up. What with the sheet metal? Warn us before you're going to go oh, into this. <laughs> we dine on the flesh of evil as a purification ritual. We bury the remains in the patio. No, you don't. Or if you you're, fucked. or if you're from New South Wales, the patio. Patio. <laughs> with the cat. Oh, I don't know. They say it's somewhere. I've heard patio and patio. I'm a patio girl. I think patio. I think oh, we're patio people. I reckon I, I was born in Sydney and I reckon patio was how we said it until we moved to Melbourne and really? grew That's up. That's Cabana and yeah. Cabanossi. Yep. Oh, definitely. They're Rock they're... melon and, and cantaloupe. And yeah. Potato scallops. And uh, no, Strasburg. Potato cakes. Devon Strasburg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, Devon and Stras Devin. are different. Devon's in Melbourne, you can get Devon and Strauss. What is Devon then? 
So Devon is a similar. It's a similar thing to Stras. It's just different. What do they call it in Fritz New South- in Adelaide? They Fritz call it in Adelaide. Fritz, oh my god. Anyway, yeah. but it's like, and it's, that sounds like Fritzel. So, like, it's made out of the people that live in the basement. Oh no, don't, don't, uh, like, don't go there. Too far. No, we'll cover that some other time. But Says not you. Today. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, it's going to get worse. <laughs> Strap in, everyone. Stop adding grossness to it's my gross worse. story. We're going down. All right, so. Whether it's patio or patio, that's where we bury the remains. Despite his previous confessions and the abundance of evidence to the contrary, Georgie now insists he was no more than a subject of his mistress, Bruna. Remember our 18? Post-meditation. Remember our 18-year-old tart? Mm -hmm. That is is post-meditation. I'm telling you, it's a thing. Well, okay. I'm going to ring Reggie. Okay. He claims that she had the real thirst for blood or long pig, as I like to say. Teachings. What? <laughs> Where did you get that? Long pig. That's what is human that? flesh is called. Long yeah, pig. Yeah, we've had that discussion what, what, before. What within cannibalism circles? Yes. Or? Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. You know, oh. when you when you operate in cannibalistic circles, and we all call it long pig. Come on. <laughs> cannibalistic is it because circles. It tastes like pork, or is it? Yeah, Apparently. but we're long instead of short and fat. Yeah, but we're long. Cannibalistic circles or the Schmidt household. No, you know. I think it actually comes What's from like mom? Samoan oh, and Tahitian and Hawaiian um, uh, cannibals. Cannibals. But there's no reason that you need to know that other oh, than God. anthropology. It's just anthropology. Yeah, no, it's not. no, it is. It is. Like I a... literally learned it at university. It's it's an anthropology thing. You know too much about these things. <laughs> too much. That and clowns. Here we go. Back. That and clowns. Moving and on to things making. like maybe she could like have a crossover between clown passions and and moving on to other things Long I know about like witchcraft. 20. Teachings in her witchcraft book, which he said was called Wicca, but as we know from previous stories, <gasps> Wicca doesn't actually preach murder and cannibalism. Anyway, Correct. this bird had a book uh, which then formed the basis of the uh, group's belief in the purification of the soul through cannibalism. He said, and this is a cracker, I found the book and began to read it. Right at the beginning it said, if you want to be a true witch, guard your virginity. And only give it up to a wise man. And I asked Bruna, are you with me because of love or because of the book? Because I'm wise. Yeah, correct. She admitted admitted that initially it was because of the book, i.e. because you're a wise man, but later that she had learned to love love him. And this is this century. 2008 is when some of this happens, yeah. The fuck. And red flag anyone? Where's yeah. that alarm bell going off, Clarky? Yeah, we love fucking that. fire oh alarm God, time. She thinks I'm wise, and she, I, I'm so. And he already was educated compared to them, so he probably he's massively educated. Oh, he's a narcissist of the top order. Yeah, is he massively educated? I wouldn't say he's, an ed- he's just he's, uni- he's university educated, but he is university yeah. educated. Yeah, it's not massively comparative to people around him. He thinks he's a super genius, and he's a massive yeah, but narcissist because he's a fuckwit. Are you with me because of love or because of the book? She admitted that initially it was because of the book, but she had learned to love me. 
I googled I googled fire alarm and I got fucking smoke detector. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the smoke detector should have played about half an hour ago, and now it's like the fire alarm. See something yeah, Something's not right here, but now we're way past that. All right, all the all the rituals were in the Wicker Book, including the one where if you break the seventh commandment, thou shalt not kill. Eating the flesh of the person you executed will purify you of sin. Is that the seventh commandment? Thou shalt not kill. It seems very it? seems really low in the list, doesn't it? I feel like it should be like right up there. Right up there. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. I, After don't see you next Tuesday. I think there are things like um don't diss your parents that that actually are higher are than higher. don't kill. That's that's the interesting oh, yeah. thing. Really? Yeah. Yeah, right. Well they brought you into the world. They can take you straight back out, I suppose. Yeah, here we I'm go, here we go. You. You shall have not, don't have strange gods before me. No, uh, you know, um, loving an idol. Arrogant much? You, it's God. You shall not take the name of the Lord of your God in vain. Oops, soz. Remember to keep holy the Lord's oh, day. <laughs> Honour your father and your mother and now thou shalt not kill and now thou shalt commit adultery and now that you oh. shall not steal. So, yeah, the, the list um, is interesting. Maslow's hierarchy of sin. It's well, somewhat, I yeah, exactly. It's yeah. somewhat not in order of priority, I think. And in this list, I don't know whether <laughs> where this is. This is a traditional catechetical formula. Form, sorry, catechetical formula. Jeepers, can't even say it. And from the Catholic Archdiocese of Melbourne's website, the number one is "Don't take my name in vain." Sorry, no, don't um, uh, love idol gods, you know. Other false God gods. God idols, false gods, yeah. Um, but it, this list says that number five is thou shalt not kill. Six is not and adultery. Seven. seven is number not. Number five with a rocket this week is. Seven do not yeah. steal. <laughs> For the God, 28th week just. in a row. <laughs> don't bear false witness against your neighbour is eight. Don't covet your wa- neighbour's wife is nine. And don't covet your neighbour's top ten this ten. week. <laughs> the top ten, but, yeah. Just but, staying within the top ten this week. But covet your, covet your neighbour's neighbor, son on the altar all you want. <laughs> Um, so sorry, wrong. too yeah. far again. Can I just Calm ask? Down. Is, is there is there a cure? So, if, if eating the victim is the cure for murdering someone or whatever, that's the, the purification um, of the, the sin. sin is, yeah, yeah. Evil, yeah. Is there is there one of those for each of the however many sins there are? How the fuck would I know? I mean, this is crazy. I just wonder I, if the Wicker book had she's it. She's an expert in cannibalism, not an expert in everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty good on. I am pretty. She knows more about this shit than I ever. Will. I am pretty good at witchcraft, but I got to say, I don't think this is real witchcraft. Or oh, this might be Brazilian stuff. I don't know. I don't to... worship Brazilian. false gods unless you eat them too. Yeah, you got to basically eat everything to purify. It just doesn't make a great deal of God, sense. God, you'd be a fat bastard, I tell you. <laughs> Get yourself a big fat meat suit. Anyway, I hope they taste like cheese and bacon. Is that boys. Lady Gaga? <laughs> okay, right. Yeah. I'm just trying yeah. to work out where I was. Okay, so we've done the rituals in the Wicker book. So I think we ended up, sorry, I think we ended up following the rituals that were in the book. I'm certain that if there didn't exist the influence of that book, there wouldn't exist the executions. <laughs> Not sure about that. Really, though? Yeah. Georgie also claimed that he heard voices in his head of the cartel led by the spirit. Here we go. This gets crazier. Led by the spirit of Isabel's deceased father passing on the sex teaching. Mm. 
He said, what? my own father would. The sex teaching or the sectus. Sec- 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 oh, thank gotcha. Christ. Sex yeah, teaching. God. So he said. You say it again and it still sounds sex- like sex teaching. <laughs> it's hard. Sects. Yeah, I know. It sec- is hard. I agree. Um, God, plural. There's a, a flaw in our language, isn't there? S-E-C-T-S. Uh, he said, my own father would always tell me that Brazil was a good place, but the people made it bad. Then I met Isabel's father, who became a great friend. He was even more rigorous. He would tell me that Brazil only knew how to produce bandits and prostitutes. Those things stayed in my I head. I don't agree with that. That's not fact. <laughs> it's not fact either. One of my best friends is Brazilian and she ain't no bandit nor no prostitute. I met her in Bath. Yes. We did. Yes, you met her in Bath. And she's just gorgeous. Yeah. And she ain't no she bandit is. and she ain't no prostitute. And neither she her, the way to Bath. Yeah. No, and no, I'm going to say London. she's, she's never eaten... She's never she's in eaten London, right. another person. I don't believe she's ever eaten another person, not 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 knowingly. No. Anyway, um, he goes on to say, those things stayed in my head. After he died, I started to hear voices in my head telling me things that he had ordered <gasps> them to say. La, 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 I just can't get you out of my head. Okay. Schmidt, can I just ask a quick question? I was a little bit confused. Was this uh, his father-in-law or his father? His father-in-law, which is why, which I find it even weirder that it's his father-in-law, not his father. Yeah. I just, I just wondered if there had been a. It's weird. Had there been a connection, or was this, was he, was the father-in-law part of anything? It just became good mates with the father-in-law. Yeah, yeah, and the father-in-law reinforced some of the stuff his own dad said, and it just. He says the voices spoke to me all the time. Um, they said that everything that happened was because the cartel had ordered it, and in some ways, he's decided that the cartel is being ordered by the voice of his father-in-law. It's all. It's not okay. Okay. Wanker. One of these kids is not like the other one. No, anyway, not like the other one. <laughs> and you know, I didn't always agree with them, but I passed on everything they told me to do to Bruna. And she turned into a fanatic. She wanted to do everything that the cartel were commanding. So this is the young karate girl. For the group, women... And by the young cartel who is commanding this stuff, it's the three of them, right? The cartel are the voices in his head. He's telling the two... He's telling Bruna, really, what's being said in his head because she's told him to get off the drugs. And she's lapping that shit up. She is, according to him, lapping that shit up. Oh, right. According to him. uh, And, look, I've got to say, as I go through this story, she doesn't seem like a victim. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not hearing victim, but Mm. I don't want to judge. I'm not saying that he was... Innocent because he sort of paints himself as he's batshit crazy. He's batshit crazy. Yeah, yeah. And I think she is I'm, too. Yeah. I'm still faxing him as soon as you get me his number. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. So for the group, women who were helping to overpopulate the country, and particularly those who mistreated their children. Women who were helping to overpopulate the country. Yeah, because you just prop out kids. You don't have men. Just, men are not involved in it. Just cross your legs. No, you know no, no, no. that'll solve it. No, men aren't involved in it. You just women. Yeah, women. No. Women are the problem because women just squeeze them yeah. out all the time. Anyway, yeah. yeah, makes sense. I'll cross your legs. You in a minute. It takes two to tango and to make a baby. Anyway, mm. so they weren't immaculate conceptions. <laughs> no, I'm suggesting that they weren't. Oh. Women who were helping to overpopulate the country, and particularly those who mistreated their children or failed to educate them pop- properly, were a scourge on the world. He also admits that the ID cards of each of the women he murdered ended in six, considered an evil number by the group, 
and that it may have been one of the reasons why the victims were chosen. Did he check that first before he murdered them? Exactly. Exactly, my friend. Can we get ABC fact-checking to see if that is actually fact? We need a team of auditors. I think it's a coincidence. I'm calling truth stretch. I think it's a coincidence. They, they, truth stretch, right? Their ID cards did all end in six, <laughs> yes, but I think it was a coincidence. Exactly. Da, 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 da. Anyway, when asked about his own religious beliefs, he said, I believe in positive and negative energy and that there exists a conscious superior energy, which is God. Christ was the only human to not break any of the Ten Commandments. When he died, his energy united with the energy of the all-powerful, whatever that means. I don't understand. Sounds like Scott Morrison talking. It's just a whole lot of words <laughs> that actually mean nothing to me. I don't disagree. Sorry. George- don't get religious or political. Note to self. It's just, it's just a little bit hill soul. <laughs> yes, that's right. Buckle up. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Georgie met his second known victim, second known victim, 21-year-old Giselle Helena De Silva, in February 2012, at a doctor's she's a beautiful name, she does, and, and she was a beautiful girl, at a doctor's clinic where she was telling her group how she had become an evangelical Christian. He said, There's "Nothing wrong with that." He said, "I thought she could become a good friend to Bruna, so I took her number." Bruna started to call her, and they had long conversations on the phone. But then Bruna told me she had confided that she tried to kill her son and that she had beaten up her young nephew. One day. So hang on, Giselle had tried to do that or Bruna had tried Giselle, to do that? Giselle tried to do that. She told Bruna, yeah. Oh, yeah. One day. Did she eat them? No. No. One okay. day she asked Giselle to come to our house. Belle, being the older lady, Isabel, went to see her sister and Bruna went to meet the girl at the bus stop. She kept saying to me, you know you have, you know you have to do what the cartel says, don't you? I walked behind Bruna and Giselle as they went home. When I got to the house, I entered through the back door. I remember walking into the kitchen holding a hammer and then seeing Bruna's face and her saying to me, it can be now. After that, I just remember flashes, the reflection of a kitchen knife, a body, a dead person in the bathroom and the running shower. Bullshit, mate. I came to my senses the next day lying on the floor. I looked in the fridge and I saw all the meat already prepared and thought to myself, Oh, it's happened again. Barbecue. In exactly the, the same way. The butchers turned up. Argentinian barbecue. Very good. Nose to tail eating. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I, was aware, I was aware that there had been an execution, that her body had been buried in the same way. I thought, this isn't really happening. This can't be happening. And in my words, in true waste not, want not fashion, the family once again sat down with the girl, now aged five, and consumed their victim's meat. Bizarrely, in true waste, not want, want not, not fashion. fashion. We're doing nose to tail eating. That's in here. the spirit. That's not in the spirit of waste, not want not. No way. Oh, I think it is. I think you'll find out soon. It is. Um, so they sit down. They have another meal. Everyone eats it. Georgie again claims he has no idea he's eating human f- flesh. He says it's just difficult to explain. I, I, I was thinking, I'm eating Giselle, but my mind is in conflict, and I kept denying it, thinking, no, he's annoying not, me. It's not, he's really it's annoying yeah, everyone. Annoying me. Oh, you yeah. have every he's right to be annoyed me. by this man. I'm annoyed. Yeah, he's got a really creepy habit of licking his lips as well. By the way, oh, stop it. Anyway, oh, is that his tick? <laughs> I asked. Oh. Here we go. 
I asked Bruna who bought this meat and she said, just leave it. So I didn't ask any more questions. What do you mean? He he woke up and there was all the meat in the fridge and he's someone's dead and he's going, who bought this meat? <laughs> he's totally deluded. Off, his story. But this is his, his story. His story right? is he's totally yeah. deluded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Truth stretch. <laughs> Truth stretch. Uh, Truth stretch. There needs to be a thing in um in court where they can actually go, they can vote. Like, is this fact or not? Truth stretch. <laughs> I'm holding up the truth stretch sign right I there. I hold you in contempt for truth stretch. I hold you in truth stretch tempt. Yeah. Of court. Contempt. I'll speak to Reggie about it. Let's find out if it's All right. Two weeks after Giselle's murder, the group lured another young woman to her death, 20-year-old Alexandra de Silva Farquil. Who Bruno- Fuck you, tell mate. <laughs> It's actually Falcao, sorry. I'll say it again. In respect of the victim. In respect of the victim. Can we have some respect for the victim? And also in respect of credible reporting. 20-year-old Alexandra de Silva Falcao, who Bruna got to know on the bus, according to Negramonte, and offered her a job as a babysitter. Negramonte is Georgie. Once again... He claimed he had no idea the girl was about to die, but in the same way Truth as the previous murder, he followed her home and we all know Have you got his fax number yet? As she said, well, as I was following them, the cartel started speaking to me saying something's going to happen and I was saying to myself, nothing's going to happen and we were just going to give her a job as a babysitter. And then when I opened the door, I had an attack. I remember seeing the girl's back, me with a knife in my hand. I remember seeing the two boys, you remember our black and white friends, pulling on my trousers mm-hmm. trying to stop me. And then it happened just like before, her body in the bathroom, the shower on, her body in pieces and then the meat in the freezer. What's his surname? Again. I know, it just keeps happening. What's his um, name? Oh, it's Negramonte. Just, everyone's called De Silva or Silviera in this. Everyone's got the last same last name. I don't understand why. Call, look up J-O-R-G. De Silvera. I found yeah, him. Yeah, De Silvera. Oh, yeah. God. Now I'm going to Google prison. <laughs> anyway, I'm not finished. Afterwards, I said to Bruno, I don't understand. And get this one. She replied that Alexandra just wanted to populate the world to make money. I'm not quite sure how that works. We ate the meat. It took four days to finish it off. It was the same as before. I kept thinking this is. That's a lot of meat in four days. It's a fair. I mean, come on. Like, you boys have had lambs and goats. How long does it take you to eat a goat? Well, I'm going out of, like, dressed weight. You might get, it depends how big she was, but you might get, you know, 15 kilos. That's a lot of meat in four days. Yeah, yeah, I see it your point. It is a lot yeah, of meat, yeah. even if it's 10 kilos. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, between four so. four of them, yeah. And it, Oh, no, sorry, it all makes sense in a moment. That'll all make sense in a moment, Clarky. Hold that thought. Oh, oh, <laughs> we no. ate the meat. It took four days to finish it off. Same as before. I kept thinking, this is human meat. Then the doubts will come. No, it's not. Then there was a fight with myself to accept the truth. Okay. The crimes were only discovered because Giselle's mother called the police saying that her daughter was missing but her credit card was still being used. After the date of Giselle's disappearance, the card was used at least five times. The police proceeded to investigate and managed to reach a store that had security cameras. In the recording, Georgie and Bruna appeared making the purchase with the victim's card. The police managed to identify them and went to their house. As soon as the policeman arrived at the residence, here we go, get ready, he found Jessica's daughter who was five years old. 
He asked the child who her father was and she pointed to Georgie. The police showed a photo of Giselle and asked if she knew her and she said yes. And then he questioned her about Giselle's whereabouts and the little girl said, my father sent her to hell. <sighs> That's not going to bode well. <laughs> Policeman was... Ex- express post. <laughs> hi, hi, Australia Post. I'd just like to send this person to hell. What's the best way? Don't forget to take the sticker so I can track it. That's right. Uh, can I have insurance on that package? Anyway, um, the policeman was shocked by the answer and the little girl led him to the backyard pointing out the exact place where Giselle was buried. The police oh. quickly gave arrested everyone in the house and then went on to find some terrible things. So they excavated the house. Went on to found some terrible things. Well, they excavated the house. They, they excavated the backyard. They found the remains of Giselle and Alexandra. Um, the house was... As I said, filthy, full of stuff. They had the room of evil. They had all this. Oh, it was awful. The room of evil. It's, I think it's where they oh. cut the girls up. Um, they found like an abattoir. They found the fridge full of body parts, um, etc. The other thing that's disturbing is that uh, there were two other female victims that they'd already picked out. So going back to that point about premeditation, there were two other victims. I think was the point. I'm talking pre, you're talking post. But Sorry, they already, you're they, talking fact. They had selected two other women that they were going to kill and they'd already dug graves to to bury their remains. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, more for them. Okay, here we go. Now, when we talked about how much meat you can get, what did you say, dressed weight? Which I yeah, believe is weight. like a, a nice butchering term as, you know, what can you get off yeah. the carcass? Well, at the police station, Isabel confessed that the empanadas that she was selling at the centre of the city. Oh, yes. Brilliant. No. And hospitals and police stations and other public places were stuffed with the flesh of the victims. These are the best pies in Recipe. Best pies in Recipe. Okay. At another point, Bruna tells them quite naturally that they decided to fill the snacks with human meat because, according to them, well, the meat's the same as beef and there was no need to buy any more animal meat if the victims have already died. I mean, they're dead anyway. We might as well just use them. It's waste otherwise. Nose to tail eating, mate. As I said, waste not, want not. Empanada, yum. In a more graphic article, I did read that um, Georgie said that he couldn't remember if they'd ever eaten any of the flesh of steaks, but he did recall buying a meat mincer for Isabel, but he wasn't sure if she ever used it. Now he's a flog. He is a flog because if you look up a recipe of an empanada, they're always made with mincemeat. So she definitely minced that meat. That's right. And it's more like a pasty than a... It's a pasty. It's like um, a, a little, pie. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a little pasty. They're delicious, and generally they, well, in Chile they have a, uh, well, an olive in the middle of them. They're delicious. Yep. Yeah, well, who knows what you're eating in Chile? But, but they're not made yeah, from Giselle. Yeah. Giselle empanada. Okay, so here's the best bit. Georgie. Oh, Georgie says it's a best bit. It gets better. This is my favorite part of the story. <laughs> Strap in, everyone. When she says that, when we're I'm already upset by this man. When we were arrested. The police chief asked about the empanadas because he used to buy them from Isabel he'd eaten them. and he was a <laughs> massive fan. Oh. <laughs> and he said, did you use the women's flesh in the empanadas? And she said, oh, if that was the, what was the meat was in the freezer, then, yeah. 
Can you just imagine how the police chief would have reacted oh, to God. the news that he'd been eating yeah. these ladies and not in a good way? Oh, Correct. God, why did you have to add that? <laughs> just to gross you out even more. That's not even that funny. That tastes like donuts. I'm going to guess that he's a vegetarian now. Anyway. Oh, All right. a vegetarian. A vegetarian. Okay, so <laughs> Georgie's blaming Bruna. Bruna's blaming Georgie. Isabel said she did everything out of love for Georgie. He's confessed to Jessica's death when he, when asked who the mother of the child they were keeping in the house was. He still insists the child's his and Jessica's daughter tells uh, and just uh, his and Jessica's daughter, so he's making out that he had a relationship. The child was already produced and 18 months old when, he, when she came to the house. Anyway, um, and did everything for her. They found Jessica's remains and here's the kind of outcome. So during the first jury court held in Olinda for the trial of the murder of 17-year-old Jessica Camila da Silva in 2008, Bruna laughed most of the time. Isabel cried a lot. Oh, she's a she's a piece of work. Bruna laughed. She's nuts. She's crazy. She's crackay. And Georgie just was calm, just calm. At the first trial, uh, they were convicted of the crimes of homicide. And I think they were given 21 years for that trial. Oh, sorry, Georgie got 21 years, Bruna got 19, um, and I think Isabel did too. But then there was an appeal and everyone unanimously decided to increase the sentences of them. In 2019 that became um, official and Georgie's new sentence at that point became 27 years and Bruna's was 24 and Isabel as well. Now, so that's just for Jessica's murder, right? Right. And before you get upset. I was about to, so thank you. In December 2018, in another jury held in Hesafe, they were, Hesafe, sorry, they were tried for the deaths of Alexandra da Silva Falcao, 20, and Giselle Helena Silva. I saw her name as Giselle and Giselle, so I'm not sure how to say it. Which took place in my mate Garan Huns, Garan Huns, whatever it is, in 2012. Bruna was sentenced to 71 years and 10 months in prison. Georgie was sentenced to 71 years imprisonment, and Isabel to 68 years in imprisonment. Nice. With the unification of sentences, Georgie, because we don't do concurrent here, Georgie gets 98 years of imprisonment and a year and a half of detention. I don't know what that means. Bruna must serve 95 years and 10 months of imprisonment plus one year of detention. Don't know what that means. And Isabel, 92 years of imprisonment and one year of detention. Maybe the detention is what happens before the trial. Trial, yeah, I'm not sure. That, that bit. It's a system yeah. thing. Jessica's daughter now lives with an aunt and is apparently doing very well and she's undergoing some medical and psychiatric follow-up. Bruna... Incarcerated for 95 years, Bruna dreams of getting out of prison and studying dentistry. <laughs> Fuck Ew. it. Good on her. Because that was the only bit she couldn't eat. Karate and dentistry. Isabel basically has no hope for life. She's a very sad character. And Georgie says he doesn't remember much, but he insists that they were necessary sacrifices and he loves the ladies. Now. 
Which ladies? The ones he ate or the ones that no, he's with? No, Isabel and Bruno. Still, Georgie refuses to admit that he meant to murder anyone. I'm not the kind of person who would do bad things to anyone. My nature is to help people. <laughs> Certainly not three times in a row. Goes back to the whole narcissism thing. Every now I wake up in the morning and I ask myself a question, an idiotic question because you can't turn back time. Why did I do this? Why did it happen? Everything was going well. I had everything to make my life a success. I still look up to the sky and think this isn't real. This isn't happening. When I sleep, I never dream that I'm in prison. I dream that I'm with my family, with the little girl, free. I didn't do what I did out of malice. I'm a person who has a problem. I need treatment. Oh. Yeah, you fucking do. Complete insanity, right? Then he goes on to say, I regret meeting that girl, Bruna. Mm, she's trouble. We don't talk about Bruna. No, no, no. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> asked if he felt any remorse, he says, I feel remorse for having left as Isabel for Bruno. That's all he cares about. What he's planning to do when he's finally free, which of course he won't be because he's going to die in jail, Ever. but he says, my dream of having a family is over. I'm already too old. I want to go back to teaching lessons in physical education, administration and education. The only thing we have is our mind, so we have to use it. Of course, I'm not going back to the places I used to teach or to use my name. I'll change my name so no one know who I am. I want to continue helping people. I want to rid the world of poverty, cure the world of hunger, and I'd like uh, peace in the Middle East. Like, what the fuck, mate? Pretty much. Prison director Renato Megales, Mangalas, something, was asked what it is like having a famous cannibal as one of his inmates. Here he was not. He was, and here we go. He hasn't given me any headaches. He gets on well with everyone, he said. Oh, oh, but sometimes Jesus. sometimes I see him, he see him eyeing up a thigh or two. And, <gasps> he doesn't. And now he wants to work in the kitchen, <laughs> which will cause me a whole lot of work. And that what? is my story. <laughs> well, well done, Schmitty. Yeah, well done. Why, well thank done, you. kitty cat too. Yes, thank you, Kitty Cat. I, I hope I brought a hell of a lot more to that story than she was expecting because she'll enjoy this one. So I think we know what the crimes are, but I'd like you guys to explore it because actually on the sentencing thing, I was a bit weak on this, so I, I want to hear your thoughts. Come on, Swanee, you know you love to get in there first. <laughs> I don't know, I haven't got that far. I wasn't expecting us to just... I'll finish up. I can, I can tell you some more. I can tell you that... Um, He's no, also. You said you'd finish up. Well, I had, but, but I'll just give her a little bit more. He's, he, in, but wait, there's more. Wait, in the, in, the, in the hospital, I'm doing you, Gary in the hospital. Yeah. Georgie in the <laughs> prison is currently working with a Christian pastor who is serving time for rape. And is creating another sect in the prison. Oh, stop it. You're playing into my hands now. Like, come on. They meet on Saturday on the Lord's Day. They play guitar and sing worship songs. We meet in the prison chapel (laughs) and I've already preached from the pulpit. I have to speak to the inmate like Moses did to his people because they have very little intelligence. I teach them. I love this. I love this. I teach them about what's right and wrong and it's a sin to kill. It's a sin Unless to you kill. eat the victim. That's right. But in the off chance that you do, just make sure you eat them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I just Should thought I'd throw that in there. Yeah. Fuck me. All right, go for your life. Put the bones in a bag and put it at the cemetery. I did just have a sneaky peek at what they look like. Oh, it's, it's, I just, yeah. Have you had a look yet, Clark? Isabel gets better. Like uh, It's almost like when she gets out from Bruna and Georgie, she actually starts to look a little bit better. Do, do you see Hard that? Hard to believe. 
I've only got one photo. What am I supposed to? I don't oh. know what you're looking at, Dave. Oh. I've seen lots of photos of them. Sorry. Are oh, you looking okay, at no, the I... handwritten pictures? Yeah, that's him. That's the photo. arrest photo. That's him. Yeah. I've seen him, yeah. yeah. That's the arrest photo. Why does he have no top on? I have no idea. He seemed to be oh, taking oh, out his nipples. Now what are you looking so at? So that's the three of them. Uh, yeah, yeah, awful yeah. Room. I'm, asking, I'm looking at this awful room. It says gruesome. Police found the remains of two women yeah. in the backyard. But that's not a backyard. It's like a cellar. That's the evil no. room, the room of evil. evil. Room. That's the room of evil. The evil room looks like it could be on hoarders. It that's just looks like a filthy, dirty room. That's what I said. Yeah. Hoarders. They, yeah. they look like they live in hoarders. You're right. It's like botched hoarders. <laughs> <laughs> oh yuck! I've just seen that illustration. No, don't look at the pictures. Oh, that dang. that's out of the book of schizophrenia. Don't look at that. It's quite disturbing. I poured over it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <I> should... <laughs> oh, I've seen goodness. a lot of it. So, um, thoughts on sentencing? Hello, hello. Hello, is this Reggie? Uh, is this um? Is this, uh, trial, by this wine? Is trial by Wine calling you? Is this Reggie? Oh, Reggie. Yes, this is Reggie. <laughs> Hi, Reggie. I've got, a, <laughs> I've got a question for you. Um, if you can uh, indulge us with a couple of minutes of your time. And we are. We've just been talking about premeditation, which is obviously planning in the lead up to an event. Yeah. And I'm wondering... If you commit a murder and then you post the event, start planting facts in inverted commas back into the story, is that post meditation? Is is post meditation a thing? It's no. It's it's probably called post offence conduct. Post offence conduct. Yes. That is cool. That's a. I like that one too. Hmm. Um, which um. Usually it relates to things like, oh, you lie in a record of interview and you're provably lying and therefore um, the, the jury can um, uh, be told that because you lied, you were actually, um, uh, it was a consciousness of guilt. So you were conscious that you were guilty of the offence and therefore you lied to try and cover it up. So that sort of fits in a little bit, I think, with, um, with, with, um, what's that? Yeah, with post with post meditation. So if 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 in trial by wine we didn't know what the real term was, but we said it's post meditation, that would be more or less the same thing, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. So post meditation, therefore, is almost a thing. Almost. Mm. And and then in trial by wine, well, where fact doesn't apply, it actually is a thing. But you know, good chat because um, I've been banging on about post meditation for most of this episode and. I think we all know it's not really a thing, but I think now it should be. Could you do me a favour? I think it's absolutely fine, Clarky. It's right up there with true stretching. The more we say it, the more it gets in the dictionary. Yeah, sorry, um, Reggie can't hear us. I was just going to say, do me a favour. Next time you're in court and someone does post-event conduct, can you just accuse them of doing (laughs) (laughs) post-meditation? True stretcher. Me away as Reggie Lawless, find that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you, I tell you what, then what you could do is ring your friends at Trial by Wine and say, <laughs> What would you do in this instance? And then we could give advice to the court. Exactly. And your advice would, would be that it is post meditation. Correct. <laughs> Woohoo!
<laughs> Thank you so much. We love you. Love you. Bye, Reggie. Bye. <laughs> love it how we can do that. There you go. You can do whatever you like. It's it's trial by one. Post-event conduct. <laughs> yeah, okay. Or otherwise known as... Post-meditation. From this point on, known as post-meditation. Now, I've got a question for you, Schmidt. Go for it. Maybe I've got a question for all of you. Now, I don't specialise in cannibalism. I specialise in a number of things. Really? That's not one of them. Cannibalistic marketing? What do you specialise in out of interest? I don't know. (laughs) Okay, sorry, go on. Not much these days. Motherhood Um, apple pie. But but where, where I... Apple Where pop. I find that this story is on, you know, upside down for me in some ways, is it doesn't feel like the cannibalism component is what's leading them. So my understanding from you know stories that I've heard in the past, or whatever else, the people who want to eat other people, that is the experience that they're after. The way this is framed is very much about a crime that is focused mm. on ridding the world of a particular problem, be that people who are uneducated, poor, um, overpopulating raising, the world, overpopulating, a socioeconomic thing, really. Yeah. You know, yeah. poor people who are a little bit mucky and they're not interested. That's really the focus of their belief system. The cannibalism bit just feels like it's tacked onto the end. And I wasn't expecting that to be the case. I was expecting that that would be more, you know, there'd be. That would be okay. Part okay. Of okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I get where you're coming Is that from. Right? Do you think? Yeah. Yes and no, because right. in my extensive reading about cannibalism, <laughs> of which yeah. I have done hours and hours, and if anyone in the ICT department <laughs> looks at my <laughs> history, <laughs> probably won't have a job soon. Um, but I have done a lot of looking at this, and cannibalism isn't always driven by. Someone just wanting to eat a person. Hunger. Or, or, right, yeah. Well, actually, that's really interesting, Paul, Clarky, because it actually is more often driven by hunger than it is driven really? yes, than by ritualistic or or sexual or, you know, other drivers. Yep. So it, not in trial by one, it's not. No, well, no. Not this once is, have we done a story about cannibalism as hunger. No, no, true. But you think about those. Um, Googling I it think, right now. The, who were the was, was the rugby team that um, I hate to say were they Brazilian? Oh, in Peru, Peru, yeah, they were the Peruvian, cannibals. They, or, or, or they were Peruvian, or it was in Peru where they hit the mountain. They hit yeah. the mountain, yeah. and yeah, they had to eat each other. Yeah, they, they ate the dead, dead they? because yeah. they were desperate yes. to eat to live. That's different, yeah. isn't well, it? No, but but it's still mm. cannibalism. Is it? Right? It's still cannibalism. Right. Yes, it's totally different to what I'm talking about. But Carla's asked, Car- mm. Carla's question comes to the heart of motivation. And yes. and I think you're right. I think the murder itself was about hating on young girls. I really do think there's a very utilitarian moment, and I'm I'm going to put it down to Isabel, the old lady, who no one talks yeah. about much. In that, I don't think they were wealthy. I don't think they had much. You've no. seen you've seen photos of the house. I think they were quite poor, and she literally thought, "I'm not wasting that." I, I really think the eating of this, of, of these people, wasn't, yeah. there was a bit about we can justify it because it's purification yeah. or whatever, but I really do think there's a bit of it saying we can't really afford to buy meat. The selling of the empanadas is actually a very important Correct. point. 
Yeah. I don't know how much they ate themselves comparative to how much she actually profited from. They're the best pies in London. You know, like why did she go down that path? And I reckon it's because she went, I can make money out of this. This is cheap. Mm. This is free meat and I can go and sell these things. I also dispose of the body, but at the same time it's it's very practical in my mind, yes, particularly for Isabel. I don't think Isabel was caught up with the same psychosis as the other two. I think she was mm. probably terrified of them at this point. She was very scared of her husband. Remember that first story about his his psycho, psycho, psychotic attack and she was terrified of him for a long time. I think she lived in fear and that might be why she gets slightly less in terms of the sentencing. This is 2008 though, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, by the time their sentence is 2019, but, yeah, it's very recent. So like, well, we're talking about the practicality of eating people because you're hungry. Mm. Have you been to Brazil? No, I went no, to Brazil in 2004 and the poverty was staggering. Yeah. Yeah, but I was there in 92 and eating it was people. You know, well, I, because I'm I don't think she would have gone out of her way to eat people, right? But it presented itself no, as I'm, an opportunity. Well, yeah, but what I guess what I'm going to say is that there's a I just think that it's it's hard and I, I get what you're trying to say, but I think that most people in Brazil, should they ha- happen to find a dead body in the freezer, wouldn't go, quick, let's eat it because we're poor. And so I, I understand that there's that practical element, but there's also a criminal element and there's an element where you are, um, where you probably lack the morals that most people would have to go, you know what, I'm actually going to say someone was murdered last night. I'm not going to go, let's... Seriously, you're right. There's also a psychotic element because this whole idea of we need to purify ourselves from the sin by eating the flesh of our victim. No, but yeah. that was more what's-her-name, not Yeah, but Isabel I think it was Isabel so went with it. So I think she's like, okay, well, fine, we might as well use it well, up to Well, if that's the case too, then then 100% you're just a criminal and I, I'm not copying the poverty line either. I, I think... I mean, when I was talking about um, the poverty line, it wasn't so much they ate because they were hungry, uh, they sold because they could make money out of it. So they made empanadas yeah, for other people. but also you fed human to people yeah. who same. unwittingly ate human because you're just a nasty piece of work. When I started to do this story, I wanted to do a whole, and I will, do a whole series about people who are unsuspecting cannibals. That, that was what caught my eye on this, is the idea of people who have eaten people but not been aware that they were eating people. Can you not do that story? <laughs> I think that's really quite funny and fascinating. Anyway. Unsuspecting cannibals. There's nothing funny about that. <laughs> there is nothing funny about that. Anyway. Oh. That that actually should be grounds for murder, I reckon. If you if, if I do that you... story, excuse me. No. Well, you know, no, I'm, we're not gonna I'm not you, saying darling. that necessarily, but yeah, no. Definitely not. The story is not the grounds for murder. But I think if you make people eat people You should be held accountable. And and oh, therefore yeah. and, and therefore, and what's sure the sentence? What? Come on. Yeah, I know, right? I'm That's not right. Because sure, we're not at that point just yet. But Carla, Carla, what do you reckon? Are you oh, going first? I don't really know. I'm think I'm, I definitely want to go back because I always like to go to the motivation. And the thing that upsets me and really annoys me about Georgie, is that what we're going to call, what we're going to call him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is his total <laughs> inability to accept the fact that. 
he was, you know, oh, a major part. You're absolutely of right. Me? That drives me crazy. I mean, listen, oh, I didn't know what happened. I didn't know nothing. Oh, I walked in all of a sudden, all I could see was a flash of a knife and a this, that, and the other, and oh, bingo, it's the next day, and all of a sudden it's I'm a looking dick. in the fridge, mm-hmm. but I don't want to ask where the meat's from. It's like, oh, fuck off. But I he, bought her a, but I bought her a mincer. Yeah. Yeah, but I bought a mincer, but I don't know what she ever did with it. That's right. No, there's a lot of like, oh, I don't know, oh, I don't know, I don't know. For someone who's very bright, he seems to be able to pass himself off as very fucker. bright. He he allows himself to come across as someone who was oh I didn't I didn't think to ask or I didn't know oh, innocent I mean he's just I know nothing yeah I agree he's awful I really don't like that I agree I don't like the the fact that he holds himself up and says oh you know I'm educated I'm going to cast judgment on everybody else he's a narcissist and then when it comes time to be post meditative is that the word you use um Clarky? where he's uh, trying post meditation post meditation post meditative I like that. Whatever it is where he's trying to rewrite it for the sake of him looking better, he's asking us to go, oh, forget that I've told you how clever I was and that I cast, you know, this dispersion on everyone else who I didn't think was bright enough. Oh, I couldn't remember that I did that. Oh, and then this happened, but, oh, I wasn't really involved or she had the power. It's all very convenient. So he really bugs me and I think that at the heart of what annoys me the most is the fact that he sees himself as better than other people and in a position where he's able to, you know, carry out these killings because he thinks he's ridding the world. I mean, honestly, I'm sure there are better ways than killing, you know, you know how many people are there in Brazil? To millions, start with? You know, millions. It's got a oh, vast population. You know, he's, he think you know, based on his thinking and the ideals that they're working to of ridding the world of overpopulation and, you know, poor undereducated mothers. Uh, I'm oh, not sure that he's made a massive dint on that, given that he was shit only me, though, to, too. That is, I know all of it is very for someone who thinks they're educated. It's. I mean, I'll weak. admit, I was so never weak. keen on the Prammies in Trowbridge, but you didn't see me going around killing them, eating them. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're Prammies. Because you're pram, not committed. Pram faces. Do you remember that expression? Pram, pram, pram face. Yeah. That's very British, isn't yeah. it? Isn't that like when they used to have their hair pulled back? Really, really severely. Or they're pushing their little pusher and they're 16 years old. Mm. Yep. But I wasn't. Vicky Pollard. Pretty much Vicky Pollard with a baby. Yeah. But we didn't. (laughs) But we didn't kill them and eat them. Yeah. Yeah. No. So. Opportunity gone begging. (laughs) Yeah, I know. My mistake. Could have saved a fortune on buying meat at Tesco. Iceland, which was horse meat, of course. Never mind. I think Giorgio. Giorgio, Georgie, not Georgie. Giorgio Armani, Giorgio. I think Gary, Gary, who Gary, every Gary, Gary, Gary. I think <laughs> I can't even say it. George, Georgie, yeah, Georgie, Georgie. It's Georgie. I'm going to send him directly to trial by Wine World, and he's going to take up a post in Peasant World, and he's going to be the lowest of the <gasps> low, and no people are going to look at him. As if he is an uneducated, poor person of en- of no significance, because I think that through his own sense of, I don't think entitlement's the right word, but there must be something in his upbringing that made him feel that he was somewhat superior. That if he if he felt that people looked down upon him, I think that that would be something that he would really struggle with, and where he can't hurt anybody, he's just 
you know, a loser basically and he knows more importantly because I don't think that being in that situation is something that you can judge but I want him to feel that where he has no power, no influence, no sense of being able to be able to move above his station. He is just the lowest of the low. Sorry, I know that'll disappoint you hugely, Clarky. Could we no, give no. you? Um, could he? Could he have a profession like um, a shit carter, like back in the day where <laughs> bring out your dead? Oh your my god! No, the, the other day I was saying Toilet. that I was looking at like really horrible crime, uh, not crimes, really horrible punishments, occupations. And then I, yeah, I was looking at really bad occupations, and one of them was I was I can't remember the name of a it. Shit carter. Exactly, the shit carter, and I was like. Because yeah, I was thinking we'll about that, I was well. thinking about that as a, a, a yes, a um, sentence. So go for it. Yeah. What was it? There was one that's um, a, a really common name, like um, Fuller or something. And they're the people who stand in the piss, and they, you, you know, they they um, they they put what? piss in. They 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 treat wool with urine or something to treat the wool. You're on your own. You're on your own. Oh my god! I'm pretty sure. Where that- do you find this stuff? <laughs> The internet. In her, in her witchcraft book. The internet. It's, it's cannibalism volume. It's my cert three in Google. It's, it is. It's my cert. The University of Google, if you don't mind. Yeah. Yes. I love you. I really do. Um, nice one. I also, um, Swanee, could we add to that the fact that he has to give birth to a child every day who is then also stolen from him? And I know that's not a real thing because he's a he, but I just feel like if you get, went through the um, pain of childbirth every day only to have it stolen from him because he's a poor, narcissist, you know, uneducated, yeah. you know, might just add a sure. bit of fun to, the, to his day in trial by one. Absolutely. Keep him or busy. To, mine. <clears throat> to yours, yes. Sure. <laughs> nice. Okay. Good one. Um, Your turn. I'm... This is one of those things, and I, Schmidt, I'm very mindful of how we often talk about um, faith and religion, and I love your faith. But but it's it's funny how people, when something is written down, they believe it as fact. And this whole thing about the book that says that if you kill someone and then eat them, it's okay. Like I, that that sort of stuff. I just. I just can't tolerate. Did I, I really can't. Just before you go on, have I talked to you about when I did anthropology and um, one of the really interesting things about it was they were talking about uh, this strange tribe in somewhere or other who um, use pig bristles and they and they um, rub them up and down on their teeth and they, uh, they do blah, blah, blah. And at the end of it, it turned out that they were actually just talking about people brushing their teeth. Yeah, that's what I was going to yeah. say, is that brushing your teeth. But it was, yeah. but it was intended to say... If you put it in the context of other people doing weird shit, that we we find it very hard to accept. So just before you go on and talk about things that people believe when they read it, people believe all sorts of shit on Facebook. They believe all sorts of shit in science books that have been proven wrong over time as well. So it's not just about faith. People believe stuff. And I, so I don't, I don't, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that the human condition is to believe things Oh, My to point our detriment. is less about 
Yeah, no, I agree. So my point is less about faith and more about Bible or, or like once you write something down. The written word. It, it has a, power. a life of its own. It has own. a power. And, and people then start to believe it. And, and you know, through way too many of these stories have we heard of people who knowingly do the wrong thing and go, oh, yeah, but, or, you know, if I do blah, 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 because... They, they almost have a way out. This whole thing of justifying your behaviour because you read it somewhere I think is not okay because never anywhere in the real world do people read things that say you can kill people and then if you eat them, that's cool. And, and I get that these people manage to read it but I'm not okay with it. That, that's the context behind my sentence. So I'm calling bullshit on the whole fucking lot of it. I think that Isabel is less guilty than the other two. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so, Why? Um, I'm, well, because. She made the I empanadas do, and sold them. Well, no, no. I, 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 like, she didn't do the killing and she didn't do the influencing around the killing. Hit, yeah. So, I, I think, think you're probably right. Yeah. I think she was probably one removed, albeit in with the whole thing one removed from the the real problem and and possibly had she not met the other two maybe wouldn't have done what she did and and now i'm taking a bit of trial by wine license there because she might have met someone else and done the same thing so my punishment is i think um we've all heard of the human centipede and i've i've never seen it and i will not ever watch it but isabel is going to have to so in in trial by wine world because there does need to be a little bit of suspension of reality here every day isabel is going to wake up and cut the legs off georgie and what's her name bruna bruna yeah and cook them up into empanadas And then sew them together, ass to mouth, like what happens in that movie. And then she's going to have to feed one of them the empanadas made from their legs and they're going to pass through the system. And once they've passed through the system, then the cycle starts again. So the next morning uh, Isabel wakes up and does the same thing, but they pass the other way through the system. And that can just be their eternity because... Happy days, you can rid yourselves of all of the sins because you're eating empanadas made from people. That's that's what I've got. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Well, I'm a, I'm a bit with uh, Bonnie. I'm, a, I'm kind of in the – we went to peasant world, yeah? Um, I'm kind of in the peasant world world. I kind of feel like Georgie needs to be the village idiot. You know, like so. Yeah. Maybe be struck mute and so unable to influence anyone. He can hear the voices in his head all he likes, but maybe we'll give him a club foot so it's harder to run around and kill people. Yes. I might also make him a fuller because I was right because the fuller's job was to place freshly woven <laughs> lengths of wool cloth into a tub, pour in stale urine, and then stomp on it with his feet. So we'll make him a, a bit of a useful person in this world. And can you cobble him as well? I've done that with giving him a club foot, so I feel like he's a bit yep. cobbled. Yeah. So okay. is it animal urine or human, human urine? I believe it's the best kind. Oh. 
Bless you. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it's all a sustainable world. We're very, very it's green. The best kind. We're very green We're in trial by world. Trial by world. <laughs> we are very we are green. Totally. <laughs> We're very green in legal fact in trial by <laughs> one world. Now, for the other ladies, I think I'm just going to give them a diet problem. Like, you know, so I think they have to eat empanadas, and I think their empanadas probably should be filled with long pig. I was thinking more like feces <laughs> and. And oh, oh I was, that's good. No, I, that's a little bit along my um, my punishment then. Yeah, it's like here's a combo of our, yeah. I, I'm thinking yeah. just filth, like really, like off. You're just serious. Off stuff, feces, whatever. <laughs> but I, I but I, because I'm kind, I think they should they can wash it down with a nice big glass of Bailey's and Madeira mixed together, nicely curdled, and they can knock that back. Well, they enjoyed their... Is that that shit you were drinking yeah. the other day? No, that's a shit that I gave my nieces and nephews by mistake and they've never let me forget it. So, yes, bad curdled Baileys with Madeira oh. and um, a, a bit of empanadas with poos. And older... <laughs> poos. <laughs> Poo-filled empanadas. And old mate out there in um, peasant world having a grand old time. So I think, I think that does the job. I mean... To be fair, the the actual justice system has kept them up, kept them safe, kept them away from the rest of society, and I think that's okay too. It hasn't done its bit for Bruna, who thinks that she's getting out. Like she just needs a she cray cray. I don't know a fucking good dose of reality. She'd be cray cray. Uh, yeah, but I'm not. I, I want more than that. All right. Well, you, you're okay. Yeah. Well, you can stew on Bruna, but I. Literally. But I, but I, I'm pretty comfortable with you turning her into a human centipede. I mean, that's pretty harsh. So, we'll, yeah, no, I'm, I'm cool with that too. We'll, we'll yeah, leave yeah. that go. Yeah. All right. Well, that's my story. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you very much for listening. I know it was a bit gross at times, but you know, cannibalism but, is like that. But thanks for the post warning. No, no, the no. Post meditation warning. It was all about getting your reactions, especially when I, I was nearly like, vomited a and couple of times. Blood splurted Surprise. out of her neck, and you both went, "Whoa!" Whoa! <laughs> hang on a minute. <laughs> Oh, look, I read worse, but I kept it out. But um, I've, I've got more cannibals to come because I want to live like I think you did cannibals. quite a good job, actually. Cannibals. I think you, um, because at the outset I thought, I'm not going to be able to cope with this, but I think you managed to keep the gore kind of out of it in a way. It wasn't so a great deal of gore, no, no. It was more about the psychological pro- profile of the three people involved Correct. and yeah. it was less about the sensationalism of what happened to their victims. Yeah. Because that was gross. It was gross. <laughs> Do you remember it, no. Teddy, or not? Your face looks no, don't know it. She's too young. She's too young. Teen me. <laughs> no, don't know it. It's incredible. I'm sure it is. <laughs> it's total Suello. Coelho. Sorry. I wonder. I wonder if. Problem. Yeah. I wonder what that is like if you eat a cannibal. Do you think cannibals eat clowns or do they taste funny? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you very much for listening to that. Carla, you look repulsed, as I say. Thank you. Miss you well, already. Well, don't you be a great story? No worries. Well, play, darling. Love you yeah, long time. Bye, special thanks to Regina. Yeah, thank you, Reggie. Thank you. Ciao. Thanks, Reg. Thanks for listening to Trial by Wine. You can contact us at trialbywine at gmail.com. Please rate, review and subscribe to Trial by Wine on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to support us, 
you can become a patron at www.patreon.com trial by wine or visit our website www.trialbywine.com to donate to us. Your support will help us cover many more cases and apply wacky sentences. We really appreciate you listening and hope you tell everyone about us. Our cover art is by John Christo and music is by Beauchamp from pixabay.com. Thank you.